Hello, we are back this week with another Chronic Ass podcast. It is Hailey and Deb here. How are you doing today, Deb? I'm good. I'm very good. How are you, Hailey? I'm here. We're both here. We're here. We're both here. <laughs> um, This week, we we're going to talk a little bit about our different um, writing styles and, like, art inspirations that we've gotten and, like... Pretty much just kind of, like, why the way we write is the way we write and, like, all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. You want to take us off, Dev? Sure. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I guess when we're writing shows, like, um, I think I get a lot of my inspiration just from, like, talking like talking to other people or, like, just watching YouTube or fucking like watching tv shows like I just get inspired and then like I can picture these scenes in my head that I I I think that would like be good for the show um you know like feminist theory great inspiration (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I really like listening to a lot of music and like I've been able to plan out like whole episodes based off of a song or like get a scene idea and then just like be like well if I want something like this like how can I make it work? Um, yeah. I think a lot of, like, my comedy inspiration definitely comes from It's Always Sunny. I knew uh, you were going to say that. Of course, though. Like, that's my favorite fucking show. Like, I love that show. Yeah, it's, like, a huge farce. And, like, I think we use a lot of, like, that in ours as well. Like Satire. Just, yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of things that I really like... Um, I like developing characters, and I think that over the past couple years, it's become one of my more strong suits. Um, I like to, like, picture characters based off of, like, real people, and, like, I look at the way that they speak, and, like, how they carry themselves, and, like, the different, like, mannerisms that they have, and, like, I think that's, like, really important to, like, um, making each character unique, um... So, like, I think I've really, like, tried to strive for that and, like, make sure that every, like, you can see how they mesh together, but also you see how they are individual as their own. I hope when we, like, start working with animators, too, like, we can really get them, like, to get the body language down mm-hmm. of our characters. I think people, like, sometimes forget about that when it's, yeah. like, you know, like, not in, like, a live-action comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but... You know, I, I, I think that if we can get that down really well, it'll be awesome. Yeah, me too. Um, But, like, I think, obviously, like, you need a s- decent story. But, like, mm-hmm. if you have good characters, like, that can also be just, like, really entertaining as well. Especially for a comedy show. Like, I think that's what's good about us being more more comedy than anything else. Because it's a little bit more limitless. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can make action comedy. You can make romance, comedy, like, you can make all of these things funny, but you can't always make, like, an action into a comedy, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, and, you know, and it's, like, it's, I like the way our humor is, because it is a little bit more different, um, but I feel like it's also, like, pretty realistic, so it's, like, other people we'll be able to pick up on it. And it's, like, I know we try to reach, like, a lot of different people, like, in the way we do that. Um, So, like, like, I know you were telling me about how Billie Eilish, 
wanted at least one person to like one of her songs in her album, um, no matter what genre you like. And that's like what I really want for Chronic Ass Kickers. Like, I want there to be something for everyone that they can be like. Like, you know, I really appreciate yeah. the way that they do that if kind of a thing. If you're scrolling through like Hulu or Netflix and you come across our show, like anybody would be able to click on it and pick an episode that they like. Yeah. And not necessarily have to watch every single episode to get the gist of the show, but still find, you know, a good handful of episodes that they would find enjoyable, but not necessarily the whole plot line. Yeah. Type deal. Yeah. And I think, um, that's what I really like about it is because we are trying to reach so many different people and I think we're doing okay so far. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, only so many people have like heard about us, but I just mean like in a sense of when we get to the point where we can reach larger audiences, like, I feel like we do have a little bit of something for, you know, most people, mm-hmm. um, which I really like, but, you know, back to the character thing, I really like uh, quick, witty dialogue, and I think I've gotten a lot of that from, I watched His Girl Friday, which is an old movie, it's black and white, um, and I can't, like, I think it's, like, about a journalism or news or a n- newspaper uh, company, so this, um, but so most of the time it's just like, they're always going back and forth. It's really quick. It's really like everyone, I mean, obviously not always people are really that quick witted, but like, I really enjoy hearing that kind of conversation with how like, um, Aries. okay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so I really like that one. And I also really like the big short because they were always like going back and forth. It was pretty quick dialogue. People were always talking and I know like, especially with scripts, it's a lot of show and not tell. Um, but I think, like, characters, like, can be really important in, like, that showing aspect, and it's, like, and can, like, make or break a, like, a show or a movie, and, um, but yeah, so, like, I've always really liked the way that they talk, and it was, like, witty dialogue, and it was, um, even though you didn't really understand anything that was happening in that movie, um, I was talking about the housing market, like, I mean, who the fuck knows anything about that, and, but they made it entertaining still, and they, like, tried to, like, they honestly did try to dumb it down for people, but, like, it was just such a complicated, like, thing. Um, but, you know, like I said, it was still entertaining. It was still, like, I enjoyed hearing that the, the way that they speak. Um, and I think the only other one that I can think of is probably John Dies at the End. Because it's so out there, and... If you guys haven't watched that movie, you should. Um, I don't like movies that much, but... It was a pretty good movie. Like, I could sit through it, so. <laughs> it's, I think what I always liked about it is that of how um, absurd it was, because you never really understood what was happening, but it, Did like. Did you watch Midsummer? Not yet. You should watch that. Yeah. I just haven't been into horror movies lately. It's, like, a psychological thriller. More... I know, but that's still, well, yeah, those can still make me move. Yeah, but I don't think you would get, because it's, like, cult. Like, it's not oh, like yeah, you're gonna okay. get, like... Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. It's not quite as, like, realistic because it's, like, cult-based. So, okay. like, you know, like... Well, it is realistic because people obviously get into fucking cults. But, like, I mean, like, I don't think that you would, you know, move to a new country and join a cult or anything. <sighs> Only if it was based around weed. Well, yeah, well, that one was based... They did a lot of psychedelics in that cult. You should just watch Midsummer. <laughs> you should just watch Midsummer. I'll add that to my list. Um, but yeah, with John Dies at the end, it was just kind of like, you don't really expect anything, and it's just kind of weird. 
And, like, I really like that weird stuff. And, like, I think we have a lot of just absolutely absurd, weird shit happen in our show. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I think it's fun. Like, it has a purpose, though. You know, like, our, mm-hmm. like, the weird things that happen, like, it either has, like, a comedic relief purpose or, like, a purpose to the storyline or it's, like, a social commentary so, like, it is something that you can, like, dissect if you want to. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I like out of stories. Like, shows that I can dissect if I want to, but I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I really like It's Always Sunny. Like, you can sit there and psychologically profile all of these assholes. You know, you can sit here and be like, why are they like this? Why do they act this way? Like, go back all through the seasons and try to, like, track their behavior because they wrote it like that. Mm-hmm. They wrote it so you could watch the, like disintegration of the characters over time rather than like the normal sitcom where it's like the characters get better over time they reach their goals blah 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 like and it's always sunny they never do Mm -hmm. and it's always like you can literally like watch their their characters fall every episode Mm -hmm. so I, i that's why i like that like you you can dissect the show you don't have to you can watch it and laugh, or you can watch it and think about it, like, mm-hmm. it's one of the, like, I want, I want us to have a show that people can rewatch multiple times, kind of like Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. It can be smart if you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. And I also like just the part with, like, animation, it's like, you can always hide, like, little Easter eggs, and it's like, Every time you watch or you listen to it, like, you hear or you see something new. Like, mm-hmm. I remember going back and watching Bob's Burgers, and I, I know you're not too much of a fan of Bob's Burgers. I've seen the episodes. It's just, like, it's an okay show. I mean, I'd rather watch Archer than yeah. Bob's Burgers, so. That's fair. Um, But, like, every time I've watched, like, sometimes it's just, like, a background show. Yeah. You know, when I'm going to sleep, and, like, I'll just hear something, and I'm just, like... I have to rewind that. Like, yeah. what the fuck did they just say? Yeah. And they, or, like, sometimes if you, you're watching TV and you, or, like, something like that and you just see something pop up and you're like, whoa, hang on. Like, you know, I really enjoy the fact that I can go back and um, see new things and hear new things every single time. And I think that's also really important. So it's, like, it kind of never gets old, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is really cool about, like, um, Bob's Burgers and Rick and Morty and stuff. And that's probably why they've stuck around so long is because you're always surprised every time you watch it. Mm -hmm. It's one of those shows that, like, garners, like, a cult following. Yeah, no, actually. (laughs) um, Like, yeah, I would, I would hope that we could get a following like that and, like, you know, take suggestions from viewers and stuff. Like, I know we're all pretty, we're not, we don't really answer to others but like (laughs) but we still are like making this for like other people too like open to ideas yeah like and I think that's like still really cool is like sometimes like just giving people a little Mm -hmm. bit of what they want and it's like yes we wrote this show for ourselves in the beginning but like the way it's been like helping other people and like the way that we are setting out in a sense to help Mm -hmm. other people like I think it will be important for us to like you know take a couple things from like the audience yeah for sure And, like, the only thing that I will say is, like, the one recommendation that I would never want is, like, romantic recommendations in the show. Mm -hmm. I hate when I'm watching the TV show, and I love it, and the first few seasons are amazing, and then by the fourth or fifth season, like, the writers are clearly pairing up, 
like certain couples in the show based on the audience wants Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't want to watch this shit yeah like Bones like I love Bones it's a really good show based on the like crime and like the anthropology side of it I think it's interesting but like when they started to partner all of like the show's characters up with each other like they started to get way too into their personal lives and uh it just got fucking awful Mm -hmm. like the show was no longer good at that point yeah and I get so I think that's one thing that we probably won't focus on is like romance in the show really or like partnerships like it's just not yeah I mean it's it's just not not a central theme or anything no I mean I think also like I would say, in a sense, if people did that, I think it's kind of like they're struggling to find other stories with it, like, that are happening between characters and, like, all that kind of stuff. Because you need to have those B and C stories, which is what happens with most of, like, those crime shows, because mm-hmm. obviously the crime is the, you know, the A story, and then they need to the have those fillers. The B story. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, well, I feel like... the B story became the A story with the show over time. Like, they started to focus way too much... Yeah. On the the romantic parts. And it's just boring. Like, yeah. it's like, I didn't care. I didn't watch this show for that reason. And maybe other people did, but. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's why, like, well, I was, um, I know, like, British shows are, like, only, like, a season or two because they stop them before things get shitty. Yeah. And that's not something, like, if we, if, like, I feel like our, like, America's, like, film community media community is like if we can keep profiting off of this we're just going to keep making it because yeah. people are still watching it and like which is like it's well, that's how you get fucking Grey's Anatomy with 30 billion seasons and yeah I don't even know the actress's real name I know her as Meredith Grey and I've never even seen the show it's Ellen Pompeo yeah I'm gonna Pompeo? call her I'm gonna call her uh, see you don't know how to pronounce it it's Meredith Grey I mean Dr. yeah Dr. Grey I do I did used to watch that and I got out of it but you know, I think, but I, at that point, I did watch it for, like, the drama and, like, the, you know, I think if you're looking for that in a relation, or in a relationship, if you're looking for that in a TV show, like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't want to shit on people that like Grey's. Like, yeah. I don't care what people like to watch. I just don't fucking like June. It's our resident cat. She is, uh, she's lurking. Um, I guess we weren't giving her enough attention, which is fair. Um... If anyone is in the cat community, um, we do have two cats in our show. No. Um, we actually name one of them after June herself, who has made an appearance. And then we have Penny, who is based off of my sister's cat, my my niece. Um, a very, very sweet girl. I love her. Black cat. No. Um, <laughs> God damn it, June. So. Rub your face on everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I think, you know, just, I th- I would say that because, like, um, TV shows, they probably just are losing, like, ideas for BNC stories and stuff like that. I mean, it makes sense. Well, Law & Order has been going on for 22, 23 years, but, yeah, like... Yeah, and, well, they've, they've always kept the focus of the show. They have. They have. I do enjoy it, and they brought back, um, Elliot Stabler. Recently? Yeah. Oh, what do you I mean? haven't watched it. I well, have I think they're watch it. they might be filming. I don't know oh, if they've okay. released it, but he is actually back. I did read that he was returning, and I'm I'm a huge like SVU fan. I so. love Elliot Stabler. 
I, um, I was really sad when he left. I didn't think the show got bad or anything when he left, like, by any means. I really like, I still really like it. Um, I really like Ice-T in the show, though. I think he's great. Oh, I watched a really funny interview between Ice-T and Mariska. 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 Yeah. And, um, oh, I don't, maybe it was Jimmy Fallon, maybe it wasn't, I don't Yeah, when they were talking about bagels. Yes. Yeah. Is that did I watch that with you? I don't know if you watched it with me, but I saw that too. I think I did. It's but that's, possible. It's so funny the whole bagel conference. Oh my god, Mariska was like, "Why do people care if you haven't eaten bagels?" <laughs> and Ice T was like, "I don't want to eat a savory donut." And I'm like, "Wow, that is a really good description of what a bagel <laughs> is. Actually, a savory donut." So. Oh man. Oh, uh, he's funny. Um, but yeah, no, I'm stoked about Elliot Stabler, but I think I haven't seen it in a couple of weeks, but I know I'm glad that they're still like, they talk about hot topics as well. And like, they like, you know, I think they do a fairly good job. Mm-hmm. Like they are trying to try to be realistic about like how like victims and stuff, like how shit pans out. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I don't know the exact like statistics on it and their, you know, realism, but like as a survivor, like, you know, there's are times that I'm just like, yeah, dude, I feel that, like, and sometimes I can't watch that show because I'm, like, it's not because it's bad or anything, but it's just because it's, like, sometimes it is. Yeah, and it's, like, sometimes that, like, you know, you don't want to watch that because you know what you're gonna, you were, what you're gonna see. Well, Mariska, um, because of, like, her prevalence on the show, like, people really do think of her as Olivia Benson in real life. Oh, yeah. And, um, like, she does donate a bunch of money to like you know women's shelters and And that's uh, awesome I think she she may have even started like an organization for um domestic and sexual violence like special Mm -hmm. victims essentially so like she's someone that really took her character and like turned it into something real yeah and that's awesome like you know you don't hear that a lot but like the fact that you're made like you know like I'm not, like, I'm not saying that acting isn't a skill, but, like, you know, you take the skills that you have, and, and if you can make them better, yeah. like, you should entirely, like, you can do, if you can do something with what you are doing, like, that's awesome. I'm pretty sure the show, because it started in the 90s, like, and we've seen this huge revolution with uh, survivor advocacy, like, the, the show definitely, movement. like, normalized, um a lot of the issues regarding sexual Mm -hmm. assault and stuff and I know you said you you weren't sure of how accurate they were but a lot that they have taken a lot of cases from real life Mm -hmm. and turned them on the show I do I do know that I mean I remember seeing like stuff in the media and then they have an episode about it and I'm Mm -hmm. like damn they're not typically inaccurate about the results either yeah so and then sometimes they turn characters into something a little more, but it's it's still a TV show. Yeah. I mean, I think it also, it just helps some people get a perspective of, like, these are some things that people can go through. Like, yeah, it is a TV show, so you want to, like, hope for, the, like, the better, but, like, our justice system is fucked. Like, mm-hmm. you know, our, like, the way that survivors are looked at is fucked. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, I think it's really important to shine a light on that, and, like, I think they do that, a really good job of that as mm-hmm. a TV show. Yeah, for sure. And, like, it's, you know... um, 
I don't know. And TV can have such an impact on your life. Like, I think it's good to make those real portrayals. Yeah, I mean, people always talk about, like, nobody reads anymore. And I'm like, okay, well, like, TV shows are the same thing as books, but on the TV. Yeah, like, books are, you know, they can make them whatever they want to. Yeah. Same with TV. Yeah. So, it just kind of, like, depends on how you want to take it. Like, I look at it as, like... I don't take everything that I watch and I read as, like... A hundred percent. Obviously, it's not a peer-reviewed article. No, and I take everything as a grain of salt. Like, this is way someone else is viewing this, Mm -hmm. and this is what... this Or this is how they portrayed this, and, um, like, I really want to see A Promising Young Woman, and it's, like, um, with Carrie Mulligan, um, and I showed you that trailer for that movie, but, like... Like, I think that would be really interesting. Like, just being able to portray that, like, Mm -hmm. it sends a message. And I think that kind of stuff is really important. And Mm -hmm. that's, like, and, you know, circling back to chronic ass kickers, like, we really try to shine a light on these, like, actual problems. But, like, we also try to shine a light that, like, you can get through it. And it's just, like, you just have to do it your own way. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a lot of times, you know, our characters go through shit. And, like, each of us end up doing it our own individual way and getting through it. But, like, we all have... But, you know, we also still have support from each other. So it's just, Mm -hmm. like, it's really important that everyone is still, like, their own individual person and can take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, It's empowering. Yeah. You know, I feel... Oh, man. It's pretty empowering. It's raining. The fuck? The sun was just out. Cincinnati weather for you. Well, at least it's not cold. That's fair. (laughs) Well, what other, um, you want to talk a little bit about the art design that, um, well, we don't want to talk too much about Hat's art design because she came up with it on her own, but we do want to mention it just a tad. Hat can definitely speak on it way better than me. Um, unfortunately she's at work, so, um, and shackled by capitalism currently. So essentially like Kat's a phenomenal artist, like she just thinks of things and then draws them, like, but, um, I do know some of her animation styles that she really likes is, like, Adventure Time and, like, Rick and Morty, um, and, you know, she's redrawn us, like, in those styles before, too, it was really cool. Oh, um, yeah, a bunch of fan art, it's really awesome. Yeah, I know, like, TV show-wise, Cat likes South Park, but I don't think that she would ever do animation oh, similar yeah. to South Park. So no way. Um, I just remember when we first were trying to get concept art ideas, and I was just like, at least from my like in my head, I was just like, I can see it being kind of lifelike, but obviously cartoon. Um, and then just when I saw what Cat drew, I was just like, that yeah. that is that is it. Um, and it's changed a little bit from the first design, mm-hmm. but like real, but you can see the core where it started. Yeah, but and you also, can see like, how our, she... our appearances have changed. Oh, over yeah. Over the past few years, like, with dyeing our hair and, like... Yeah. Um, and you can see the growth in her art, too, over yeah. the different designs, so it's really awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess that's our... In- I guess, you know, I'm thinking about our inspiration, and it's, like, we don't... We, we just come from our own experiences. Like, yeah. we're not trying to copy anything. We don't even really get necessarily inspired yeah, I mean, by shows that already exist. I mean, besides She-Ra, but even then, we're way different than She-Ra. Oh, yeah. So. We've, like, 
I mean, granted, like, I pretty much, like, I was driving in my car, and I was just, like, X-rated She-Ra, and I was, like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. And that's when I got the idea, and it's, like, yeah, that's where it started, but, like, when, if you actually read it, you'd be, like, there is, how the hell did you get She-Ra from this? Like, are you kidding me? Like nothing like She-Ra, but it was just, like, our starting point. Yeah, I mean, like, I just remember us sitting, like, hanging out all together and just being, like, what if she was, like... What if she what said if she smoked the, weed? Yeah, like what if she was just like kicked the crap out of someone and was just like, "Fuck you, horde!" Like you know mm-hmm. whatever, and that's just kind of like, and that's what I wanted to see. Like I love Shira as is. I would never change anything about it. Yeah, and but the, like in at its heart, it's a it's a good show. It so, is like, but we wanted we wanted something for us yeah. because there wasn't anything like that for us. There's there's no like good, funny, um like, girl animation shows for, like, college-age women. No. Like, there just isn't. There's nothing that, like, talks about their issues. Like, yeah, everybody, like, we like Rick and Morty, Mm -hmm. but it's not, like, it's not geared towards women. And not that our show is, but I think that it is, you know? Yeah, I think in a (laughs) sense, but, like, I think, especially just the way we do our male characters, like, we do really, like, we want to, um pertain to the uh, male audience as well so we're definitely so it's easier I would say it's much easier for us to appeal to the male to the female audience but I definitely think we're trying really hard to appeal to men as well yeah I think that's really important like I like we were talking about before I think I think that like we're strongest in our LGBTQ because all of us well not all of us but most of our writers are in the community yeah so it's like you know I, th- I think that and there's a lack of, like, LGBTQ characters and, like, mm-hmm. shows that really represent them well. And, like, even, th- like, there are shows like Rick and Morty where, like, Rick obviously is, like, would would be considered, I guess, like, pansexual. But it's not really represented in, like, a super positive way because he's, like, he's not pansexual because he, like, is attracted to everybody or like he finds love in everybody he's pansexual because he's a dick and he'll fuck anybody yeah like that's why and and i don't i don't want us to have that kind of representation no like and i get that like so so you know lgbtq people can like watch the show and be like oh yeah i can really relate to this character like you know we we're both we're both non-binary we both you know are feminine or masculine presenting like whatever um or androgynous or you know you wouldn't even be able to tell someone's gender like some people prefer to appear like you can't guess if they are what they would be on the binary and I think that we have characters for all of that and Mm -hmm. and that's you know maybe they're not like super super you know main characters because we're not those people we don't want to write for yeah you know i mean like the three main characters are basically based off of the three of us like our friendships and it's like we want to keep us authentic and we don't want to like do anyone dirty like we want but we also want to be inclusive and we want to make sure we are representing people accurately Mm -hmm. so that's why that's why like none of our main characters you know can seem a certain way like but it's just because that's just we're literally basing them off of who we are as Mm -hmm. people and we like and it's just wouldn't be right for us to like misrepresent someone like that um but we try with all of our extra characters like 
almost always we will like there's something you know specific about them but we do that with almost every single character you know like there's something that like we in order to include people yeah in a sense Mm -hmm. and I think that's really good like I think we've been able um we've all been pretty open about like what we want to see in the show and Mm -hmm. I think that's been like really important and like we all have like the same direction in mind so it's like really just like story ideas that we like have to decide on and how things play out Mm mm-hmm it's 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 going well though. I mean, everything's yeah. going well. Um, we actually have a couple of surprises in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And that's all I'm gonna say about it. But keep a lookout on our Instagram and our individual Twitters. And yes, and all of our Twitters and all of our and all of our stuff. Um, you can find us on our um our main uh art design or like cover art. We have all of our Twitter handles on that, so you guys can follow us there. Mm-hmm. Um. And, yeah, but, like, we have a couple surprises. I'm really excited. Um, we're trying to get some actual work done. Like, okay, well, we usually do work, but, like, you know, finding an animator's hard, and they're, you We've know. been making really small steps for the past, like, year and a half, and we'd like to reach another large milestone. Yeah, that's, like, really our goal is, like, we are... we Yeah, we've done a lot of baby steps, and um, we're ready to make at least another little leap. Mm-hmm. Um, so we ask that you hang tight and we are um got some fun things happening. I'm really excited about it. Um I think it's really good for us and it'll be really cool in the long run. Mhm. Yeah. What how many minutes are we? We're almost at 30 minutes. So any last um remarks? Keep an eye out. Keep keep an eye out. Listen. Oh yeah. Watch our watch our uh, Instagram page for sure. Yeah, and hey, if you guys want us to talk about anything, if you ever have any questions, like comment on our Instagram posts, like you know, send DM us a tweet. Us. Yeah, like absolutely, like we would love to have more interaction. Um, you know, we're still we try our best, but yeah. you know. Um, oh, and um, we have a GoFundMe up for our animator if you want to donate don't worry if you can't we know money's tight right now yeah even if you can just give a give us a share like that is helpful for us yeah it does like we're not you know we're not expecting anybody to give us stuff that they don't have extra so yeah no don't fret but you know if you do feel so inclined that you want to see our trailer in action animated um, go ahead and throw some money at that GoFundMe so we can yeah. get our project like really lifted up off the ground. It, like it, and like I said, even a share just helps us. Like we want to get more of a bigger audience. Um, if you find us interesting, you know, if you think we're funny, if you think we're stupid, and fucking care, give us a share. <laughs> you know, like we, you know, we don't care, but we would love a share. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> Thank all you. for listening. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks for being on this journey with us. I mean, it's been about a year since our first podcast and like uh, it's been over it's been over 2 years since the project started. So We're still um, young. I mean, yeah, dude. It's still really in the baby phase, but but we really want to get it there and we're not backing down anytime soon. Yeah, we're ready to move into the toddler child phase. So <laughs> uh let's uh Let's sim cheat this baby <laughs> and make them age up. Love it. Sim cheat. Sim cheat this baby. Yeah. I had a, I needed to take a minute to like actually like process what you <laughs> said and it was funny. All right. Anyway, thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. And we'll see you soon.
making a peace sign, but you can't see it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, kick ass and smoke some gas, guys.